The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. A yeshiva boy on a plane who, you know, I guess this yeshiva boy had my mazal. Because somehow or other, I know how he feels every time I'm put on an airplane going somewhere, Borei Olam, in his unbelievable sense of humor, always sits me next to either a priest or a nun. <laughs> Somebody with a striking conversation who the minute they see the kippah, the minute they see the beard, I know there's no sleeping for this flight. And Hazit, this guy, found himself in this position. He was sitting right next to a Mormon, a Christian, who was decked out with all the wonderful fluffy yellow flowers and all the peace to the world, signals and signs. He loves everything that moves. <laughs> and here this poor yeshiva boy ends up next to the Mormon. And the Mormon, Kidarko, turns to him and says, You're Jewish, Eureka. And the boy turns and says, yes, and he starts pelting this poor boy with a thousand religious questions. Mama, it's just one after the next, and well, what about this, and one and the father, and the ghost, and the mother, and the son, and after a while you lose count who's running the show. And Well... After a debate like that, believe me, a guy can get hungry. And this boy at that moment was so happy that sure enough, over the PA system, the stewardess announced that they're going to be coming around to give out supper. And sure enough, she starts coming around to everyone in the cabin. And that night, they were serving Romanian deli pastrami sandwiches. And they were giving out to everyone their Romanian deli pastrami sandwiches. And this yeshiva boy had to wait until everybody else was served the taref sandwiches till finally the boy signals to the stewardess and says, um, I ordered a kosher meal. Would you happen to have there on your little clipboard my name for... And sure enough, yes, actually I have you. I'm sorry, I'll go get it. She comes back two minutes later and she brings him this meal that was not once, not twice but three times wrapped up like a mummy. It's one of those meals that you need a chainsaw to cut through just to get to the food. He finally rips away one layer after the next layer, after the next layer, after the next layer. So you remember those dolls? The, you know, the... There's a name for them. I don't know. You know, it's one mommy and then it's 19 daughters. So he finally gets down to the last little dolly inside the actual sandwich. And he opens the sandwich and he sees that he has a kosher corned beef sandwich. Kosher pastrami sandwich. Whatever it was. And he's happy. He's starving. So he picks himself up. He excuses himself from the very intellectual debate. Makes his way out to the bathroom and washes. And he comes back. He sits down. And then it hits him. Oh my gosh. The halacha. There's a halacha in Shulchan Aruch that states, Basar ha-ne'elam min ha'ayin. That means meat that was taken out 
from the eyesight of a Jew. Meat that wasn't watched, and it's uncovered, and it's around goyim, the halacha is, you're not allowed to eat it. Basar ha'ne'elam ha'ayim is asur. It's asur. And it hit him. Nazit, the guy is so hungry. So he breaks off a little piece of just the bread, just to make the hamotzi, not touching the meat. The meat is asur. And he starts chewing on it. The Mormon is watching him. Is it a Jewish thing just to take the corners of the sandwich? Is it a spiritual thing to eat your way around the meat? So he says, uh, no. Oh, okay. Mormon keeps eating. Looks. Hey, how come you're not eating the meat? So the boy says, whatever, it's a long story. I'm just not going to eat the meat. God said no. He said, really? Wow. Your God really watches over you people. You know, I have to confess, when you got up to go wash your hands, I always wanted to taste a Jewish corned beef sandwich. I always wanted to taste a Jewish pastrami sandwich. So, um, while you were there in the bathroom washing, I switched our meat. God must really watch you people. The halacha, my friends. Hashem's way. The way He told you to do it. No calculations. No cheshbon. Yes, we hear your stomach growling. No cheshbon. The way He tells us to do it, we do it. Don't think that our calculations are cheshbonot even at times that we think will make us more righteous. Let it be. The way Hashem told us to do it. The only way to make Kiddush Hashem is only through Devar Hashem. There is no other way. I, I, um, I heard a few years back from my father-in-law a very moving story. A story that a man found himself in a situation with a halacha that it was very difficult for him to live by. Let me tell you what happened. In Yerushalayim, there was a couple, happened to have been a Kohen, who was married, him and his wife, for over 12 years, and they were childless, and no children. And there was no sigula in the world that they didn't do. They did it all. They did 40 days by the Kotel. They did everything you can think of, every sigula, but to no avail. For 12 years, they had no children. They went to every doctor, both in Europe and in Israel and in America, and no success. After 12 years of marriage with no children, one day, his wife came to him and said to him, My husband, I love you dearly. But it's 12 years. And I've given up hope. There's no way we're going to have kids. I'm asking you please. Like the halacha pushes for. Please. It's after the 10 year mark. 
divorce me. I believe it's the problem with me. I want you to be able to still have children in your lifetime while you're still young. Go marry somebody else and have children. This is the way the halakha tells us to do it. The man could not accept these words. He could not deal with these words. And there he went to a rabbi, a posek, and he asked him, and the posek says, yes, your wife is a tzaddeket eshet chayel. But if you're asking me the psak, if it is now 12 years and you tried everything and the doctors and everyone is telling you there's no way to have children, then yes, you should divorce her and marry somebody else to have children. This man was beside himself. But after his wife pushing, after the posek pushing, he decided to go through with it and he went and gave his wife a gift. Oi, I have such a hard time telling over this story. How do I tell you that a month later his wife became pregnant? How do I tell you that? And how do I tell you that now that he is a Kohen he cannot take back his wife in marriage. How can I even tell you these words? They're, they're too, they're too heart-ripping, too heart-rendering, especially a person who went through a process of waiting many years to have children. How do you tell people such a story? It's very difficult to, believe me. Very difficult. But here he found himself in a position through a halacha that he held beyond human abilities where now his wife is pregnant for the first time in 12 years right after they got divorced and he no longer can take her back and marry her again he was broken to pieces now that's an understatement he was broken and he went back to the posse crying what did you make me do but now the halakha is what it is and I did it like the halakha told me to and I'm continuing to hold to Dvar Hashem that I'm a Kohen and I cannot take back my wife. And I have to live with this. I have to live with this. Well, the man was so broken that he went to a great Sadiq in Bnei Brak, pouring his heart out, asking for Hizuk to live with the Dvar Hashem. And the Rav told him, Nar Haiti Gamzakanti. Hashem is going to give you strength. He's going to help you to get through even this catastrophe of a situation. You know what the Sadiq told him? Listen, go back to America. Spend some time with your parents. Get out of Eretz Israel a little bit. Get some Hezuk and come back. And that's what he did. And funny enough, when he went to America, when he came, he found out that that morning his father had a heart attack. So he went rushing to the hospital, and he comes into the hospital, and his father, his father was okay. And he sits over his father's bed, and his father looks up at him, and he says to him, you know, I had a heart attack this morning. Maybe I should have told this to you long ago. I almost died today. 
I could never forgive myself if I would have left the world today without telling you what I'm about to tell you. So I'm going to tell it to you now. I love you dearly. But when you were a little baby, we adopted you. You mean, I'm not a Kohen? No, you're not a Kohen. But all these years, we couldn't tell you because it was going to throw off the family and the brothers and the sisters and the relationship. We wanted to have the father-son relationship, the parents. We couldn't tell you. You mean, I'm not a Kohen? No, you're not a Kohen. Matter of fact, you're a Yisrael. The man bid his father farewell. He went back to his awaiting wife and remarried her again and had a magnificent child after 12 years no children the way the halacha tells it is the way we do it we don't bend the rules we don't bend the Dvar Hashem we bend ourselves to Hashem's dibur to Hashem's tzivui Never will we lose out when we make the calculation, the only calculation, the calculation of Boreola. Thank you so much for coming and thank you for listening. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.